Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, when Bobby Blades and I were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had a lot of questions. How do we record an episode? How do we get our show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do we make money from our podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free. That's one of my three favorite four-letter F words. It's also ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, admittedly, I am not a rocket surgeon. I'm not tech savvy. I need things to be super simple. Anchor makes it easy for us. We create the content and Anchor does all the rest of the work. I dig that the most. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join the Inhumans and a diverse community of like-minded degenerate podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. You know I'll be listening. This is Dr. Boris Orlock of Happy Horror Coffee Break, old-time horror radio show. <laughs> and you're listening to a fourth-hand production. Six in the morning, police at my door. Fresh shitty to squeak across the bathroom floor. Out my back window, I made my escape. Didn't even get a chance to grab my old school tape. Bad with no music, but happy to free. And the streets to a player is the place to be. Got a knot in my pocket where at least a grand. Gold on my neck, my pistol's close at hand. I'm a self-made monster of the city streets. Remotely controlled by hard hip-hop beats. But just living in the city is a serious task. Didn't know what the pigs wanted, didn't have time to ask. A couple years ago, we had him on Skype um, after the show had ended, and out of nowhere, this dude just picks up a fucking lighter, you know, and just starts oh. just taking this lighter apart and just starts dissecting the shit out of this lighter. And I'm just looking at him, you know, through the fucking Skype. I'm hitting my blunt, and I'm just wondering, like, what the fuck is this dude doing? He's not talking. He's just playing with his lighter. And then out of nowhere, he takes off this, this metal, you know, front part and just blades the shit out of his own forehead. And I'm just sitting there looking at Boxman like, dude, we're not even on the air. Why? Like, this is completely <laughs> unnecessary. I don't know why you're doing this. this is, <laughs> we're not even we're not even having the, the fucking deathmatch talk. We're not talking about fucking anything hardcore. You know, I'm pretty sure like we're saying like, all right, dude, uh, let's wrap this up. I'm about to go to sleep. And then I don't know where this dude just just fucking blades himself. I was just like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, at least that was I think that was the last time I spoke to him. But, you think he was uh, trying to impress you because he knew you were a deathmatch guy? I have no idea. I there's no I explanation. Just it just up. came out of nowhere. He still shows up. He still shows up. Blaze, you see him in the chat um fairly often, right? Doesn't he still come around? I don't know, man. Uh, like the last he has the, I've never seen that name before, honestly. He has the he might have changed his name, but he's the dude who has the uh the pick of the um, blue lucha mask. Oh, yes. that's the guy. Yes. Okay, the name is different yeah. now, but I know who you're talking about. Okay, that's that dude. Yeah. Okay. 
Which, I guess, shout out to him, dude. I don't fucking know, man. He's never done any, anything bad to me. He just caught me off guard. I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> as long as he keeps just doing it to himself. Uh, he's trying to show yeah. you how hardcore he can be. Yeah. So, dude, I was I was out, um, you know, with this whole fucking coronavirus thing happening. Obviously, they're telling everybody not to go out. And for the people that don't know, which would be all of you, because I haven't recorded a podcast in quite some time, so nobody would know unless... If you know, there's a fucking problem. Because, I mean, you're clearly stalking me if you know. But my house got flooded, you know, like, as soon as the coronavirus happened. uh, The whole house got flooded and shit. So, you know, the insurance company won't come out and and give me, like, an estimate or really figure anything out for me. So I just started fixing things as much as I could myself. So while everybody is you know, trying to stay at home and not going to stores, I find myself going to stores more than ever, which is, like, fucking crazy. I don't know. I was just going to ask you guys. I know Bobby, you know, Anthem, he probably doesn't go out as much, but Blades, are you actually quarantining or are you fucking out and about? I am not out and about. I go, if I have to go somewhere, I go only one time in a day. Like, today I went to pick up a prescription that I needed, and then I came home and that was it. I... I'm staying in the house as much as possible. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I was yeah, listening I'm... to Dr. Oz, too, and he was saying, um, apparently, if you, like, go to the grocery store and stuff like that, like, you're fine unless somebody directly sneezes or, or coughs on you. Yeah. And I guess you have to be in the same room with an infected, you know, patient for about, like, 10 minutes and breathe the same air for with them to get it, which I don't know how much I trust that. But, I mean, Dr. Oz, I... I I, I like the guy. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on uh, Dr. Oz, if you will? Hey, I, I, I got to support Dr. Oz. He's a, <clears throat> he's a Cleveland boy, so <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. But, yeah, yeah, he, he does usually seem to know what he's talking about. I, I think a lot of people trust him. I see no reason not to. He seems to be very knowledgeable. Um, but we But we get so much information so much different information and conflicting information and it's hard to know what's really what, you know? Um, but I don't know, man, I'm just doing my part to stay the hell away from everybody pretty much at all times. Honestly, I haven't left my house since February and that's a regular thing for me. You know, God damn. Um, I've been out of my house. I've been out of my house a grand total of three times this year so far. <laughs> <laughs> he's Fuck, he's living that hermit life, man. God damn. I know you were a homebody. I didn't <laughs> think it was like, yeah, I go out <laughs> times a year. <laughs> I didn't even think it was like that, man, because I remember we were on air one day, and um, Bobby's fucking walking to the bus stop to pick up his yeah. daughter and everything. And so I thought that was like a regular type thing. You just took a walk, you know, a few city blocks and shit, left the house and came back home. Well, you know what? At that point, at that point, it was a regular thing. I was leaving my house every day because I was, um, you know, my daughter was still in school at that time. So I was walking to pick her up from her bus. stop. I'll walk her to and from her bus stop uh, every day because, you know, I mean, I don't know how much people know about Cleveland, but it's not like it's, you know, I don't live in, like Iraq, you know, this ain't counting, but it's still not safe. It's always on the list of one of the most dangerous cities. And you heard one time when I did go to pick her up, you were hearing sirens and oh yeah, in the there, there was all kinds of things yeah, going on. So, and there's all kinds of there's all kinds of predators and vermin out here, you know, trying to trying to prey on young girls. And my daughters are beautiful, so 
you know, I would, I would walk every day to pick her up from her bus stop, but that was it. Outside of that, mm-mm. but since she graduated, I have no reason to leave the house anymore. <laughs> God damn. How do you, like, what, what do you do every day to keep yourself sane? Because, I mean, to be honest with you, since we've been quarantined for, you know, to, I mean, I, I work from home, right? So I spend most of my time from home, but I still get out every day. I can't just be completely inside the house. I'll lose my fucking mind. Oh, yeah. But today was the first day that I, I only went to Lowe's for like 10, 15 minutes. So that's as much as I got out. And I'm already losing my shit. I hit up Bobby. I'm like, yo, I gotta record something. I'm, I, I gotta, I, I can't, I gotta figure something out. I can't do this shit. Yeah. So if we're quarantined for three months, dude, expect like new shows from me every day. I know I record <laughs> on the average once every three months now, but fuck, if we're quarantined, you might hear me every day. Jesus. Fuck yeah, bro. You sound like me because I'm always hitting Bobby up. I'm like, yo, I'm going stir crazy. I want to do an episode. I want to do something. I need somebody to talk to. Like I'm, I'm fucking craving that human connection more than ever, man. And it's like, I don't know, before, before all this came down, I didn't really leave the house too much. I mean, I used to leave the house every day, but I didn't really have too many places to go. But it's like, I had, I always had that freedom to kind of do whatever I want. And now that things are limited and you're hearing in the news that like, it feels like society's breaking down a little bit because people are losing their collective shit. And so it's just like, God damn, you know, I'm already an anxious person as it is. I don't need this extra shit to think about now. And on top of that, it's like the house used to be my comfort zone and I'm trying to leave that comfort zone. And now I kind of can't. I have to stay within that comfort area. And it's like, what do I do? What do I do? I don't know what the fuck I want to do. So, yeah, I mean, that was that was my main uh, that was the main challenge with my house getting flooded because they're telling everybody to stay in your house. And that sounds great. I mean, a lot of us that worked regular nine to five for years, we would fucking beg for a two month staycation at the house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's happening and people are complaining and, and, and I get it because like sometimes grass is green on the other side. And then once you get it, you're like, oh shit, this isn't that great. But in my case, like literally as soon as they announced the coronavirus, the next day my house fucking floods. So now my comfort zone where I'm supposed to be comfortable <laughs> is the most uncomfortable place to be at, you know, yeah. which was, it, it, it was really challenging. And at the same time, like, you know, I take care of my grandmother. So she's clearly at risk. Like she's in her mid eighties and you know, my girl, she works at the hospital. My mom works at the hospital. My mom's treating coronavirus patients like directly. She's scanning them every day. You know, my, my, my stepfather is a security guard at the fucking hospital so basically what we had to do, since we don't have plumbing down here right now because of the flood, I had to move my girlfriend and her daughter to my mom's house. You know what I mean? So at the same time, now the house like emptied out and then it was like, I don't know, it was just fucking weird, man. I feel like I lost, I, I aged like a fucking dog in that week. You, know? <laughs> you probably <laughs> did. It. I'm I did, surprised man. your beard's not great. Lonely. Yeah, I was lonely, man. I was fucking working on all this shit. I was fucking injuring myself left and right. I got no money. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here, man? This is terrible. You were taking bumps and not even on the air. Yeah, dude. I, I've always been saying that on the show, man. I'm My bump card is filled up like a goddamn deathmatch wrestler. I've never stepped in the ring. <laughs> Makes no sense. I even tell Schlack that to me. Like, I fuck around with this guy. I'm like, dude, like you get injured as much as I do, pretty much. I just happen. It's just not on camera. Yeah. I mean, I just, right. I just, you I don't know. Pay you yeah, yeah. 
I just I fucking smashed my thumb with a hammer the other day. I'm like, dude, that's a hell of a fucking deathmatch bump if I've ever seen one. You know, but fuck yeah. Only my dog saw it, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was a weekly thing, man. It was like the Shaheen injury report. Yeah. You had a, a new thing going on. No, I still got plenty going on, man. I got two hernias. I got all kinds of shit, dude. Don't worry. I'm, oh, I'm keeping it, uh, I'm still keeping it injured. I guess so. That's, that should that's be a shirt. Makes... That should be my shirt, man. Instead of keeping it real, just keeping it injured. Yeah. You, know? you, you should make that shit there happen, go, man. man. <laughs> Design a shirt. Keeping <laughs> it design. keeping it injured. Yeah. I'm sorry, Bob. What were you saying? Oh, I was just going to say, that's what makes all of this even that much more of a nightmare, specifically for you. You know, because all of the previous injuries and illnesses and things, you know, already compromising your immune system. And now you, now you got this going on in your house, just adding an extra layer. And you got everybody in your life actively around the virus every single day. Just bring, I'm sure I'm not comforting you with this at all, but no, I think about it all the time. Don't worry. You're just, you're just, uh, Reassuring my fucking paranoia. <laughs> That's great. You're welcome. Yeah. Sounds like a nightmare, man. Yeah, but I mean, dude, for like the last two years, I mean, ever since I got MRSA, I got MRSA from a wrestling ring and from a tattoo, you know? I got it twice. And for the wrestling ring, again, I just said I'd never stepped in a wrestling ring. I was taking pictures, you know? Happened to be fucking touching the, the fucking dirty-ass mats, and I bite my nails. I'm assuming that's how I got it because all my nails fell. Um, and ever oh, yeah. since then, my immune system was downhill, dude. I got fucking shingles from that shit. I got all kinds of fucking cysts that I had to remove. Um, I found out I got asthma. I'm a heavy smoker. So, like, none of this shit helps. You know what I mean? So, right. you know. Yeah, I was MRSA, just about to ask if you, uh, if you Lyme smoked disease, cigarettes. Lyme disease. Yeah, Lyme disease. Forgot about that one. Uh, yeah, I still smoke cigarettes, unfortunately. Yeah, it doesn't help. Uh, no, that definitely doesn't help. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if you got if you got this is my last show. You guys got the last recording. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> doubt that. I highly see doubt you on that. the other side. Yeah. Oh, I just I just took the show down. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> show was like a black hole. I just went from everybody conversing to. Yeah. Fucking buzzkill. Fucking. No, you you said you got that from a tattoo. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I think uh, I think that happened to me one time too. Yeah, it was my own fault. I wasn't I wasn't an idiot. I was like my early twenties and and I don't condone this. Don't don't do this, people. This is terrible. Uh I took I took like a couple of uh, clodopins and I didn't know what they were, so I blacked out on them because like fucked me up like beyond belief. Like I just don't remember anything. Oh shit. And my buddy was a tattoo artist, you know, he brought his tattoo gun over and he was, we're having like a little house like party, like with tattoos, you know what I mean? It used to be a gimmick back and then, you know, you charge people, come to your house, get cheap tattoos and yeah. shit. Made rent like that, you know? Um, so he came over and I apparently blacked out and I fucking tried to fight him for his tattoo gun. And he told, he told me like the next day, he was like, yo, I, at first, like I was like wrestling around with you, like trying to keep you away from... He's like, after a while, man, you're just being a dick. So I just said, fuck it. Like, let this dude learn a lesson. I, I just gave you the tattoo gun and you just tattooed yourself. <laughs> so I ended up tattooing myself. And nobody knew really that I tattooed myself. So I went to this spot called uh, Crown Fried Chicken, which was a couple blocks down from where I used to live at the time. And I went by myself. And everybody at the house said, like, I showed up like six hours later, like fucking, I don't know, like five in the morning type of shit. 
and they said that I had all these like scratches on me, like which looked like cat scratches, but they assumed that I fell in a bush and I got scratched up. Uh, and I remember, I'll never forget, I remember the specific amount because I still had the receipt. I spent $53.60 at the corner fucking fried chicken store. Just imagine how much $53.60 is worth in fried chicken, banana pudding, <laughs> salad, and fucking like Dutchies and Newports. Like, that's what I bought. I remember that's exactly what I bought. Oh, wow. <laughs> I home, you know. Uh, and so, yeah, that night, I'm assuming I got, you know, because I, I didn't cover it when I, got, when I tattooed myself. And I was obviously fucked up. I was probably brushing up against walls and all kinds of shit and fell in the bushes and it got infected. And, and probably you know. rolling around in the gutter a little bit, too. Sure. Going, wrestling with the alley cats in the alley. You know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, you know, Damn. Like, Picking rub, up giant rub, rats rub thinking they were cats. Yeah, man. <laughs> man yet, another, yet another reason why I have never and will never use any substances. <laughs> oh, I yeah. I have, I have terrible like Yeah, I have terrible <laughs> I think I think I'll leave it at, at that for now. But, you know. But yeah, <laughs> just stick to the stick to the sweet people. Yeah, know? definitely stick to the good stuff. Yeah, stick to the sweet. It's basically legal now, anyway. So. Yeah, is it yeah. legal for you guys yet? No, nah, it's like decriminalized, and you know, obviously, if you have a medical license, you can get it. But it's not like it's not full blown legal. Uh. It's not recreational yet. <clears throat> but I think I think it is. Uh, is it in? I can't. I don't know. I don't remember if it is in New Jersey or not. I think it is in New Jersey now, so I, well, you know, we'll be we'll be up there soon. Yeah, you guys will be coming in no time. Yeah, a lot of the states are following suit now on that. It's like, oh, okay, it it didn't completely turn this place upside down, so let's do it. I don't think it's even about the danger of it. I think more so they're just trying to find reasons to find ways to make money on it. I should say. Yeah, of course, that's everything. Everything is about the. Uh financial benefits and how do we monetize this right but you got to consider a lot of the donors that are donating to these politicians live way back in the past and they're they're subscribed to that reefer madness mentality and so they're like oh weed is bad do you really think that though do you really think there's people that still think weed is like like oh you smoke weed you're gonna end up as a crack addict like do you really think people yes i I know that there are there are law enforcement officers that still believe that weed is a gateway drug wow and they're like i I for one can tell you it's not because i've been smoking it for like 20 years and (laughs) i'm experienced with other shit but i never stuck to anything else i can tell you that right Right now, it's not. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, this leads to crack and heroin use. Yeah. No, actually, I never did. Tri- no. Tried neither of them. Nope. <laughs> you know? No desire to even bother doing any of that stuff. Nah. I mean, it always, I don't want to say fascinates me. I guess it does in a weird fucking, in a way, that people are still junkies in 2020. You know, like, if you're a long-time yeah. junkie and you've got, you've got a fucking track record, no pun intended... You know, I get it. You tried it 20 years ago, like you got stuck on it if you're lucky to be alive 20 years later. But for the new ones that are like 18 years old that are turning into heroin, it's right. like, dude, like you've, you've seen for the last like four decades, people just drop. Yeah. Like, like, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. Yeah, all the knowledge, all the knowledge and information is out there now. Right. Like, there's literally zero excuse right now. But, I mean, heroin, there's a lot of 
new heroine users, oh, young dude. ones, teenagers, yeah. lots of them. Like we, and we've got that, that epidemic over here in our state where um, people were addicted to the opioids and they couldn't get the opioids anymore, so they started doing heroin just to get that same kind of high. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I don't know if you guys know, but in Philadelphia, they actually set up like a safe site where they can go and shoot up now in Kensington. And Kensington is an area I've mentioned on our podcast before, so I don't know if you guys remember me talking about I call it zombie land because it's literally just heroin's legal. Like, you can just go there and shoot up in front of the cops, and it's fine because they're trying to keep it, you know, contained to one area versus the whole city just shooting up. Well, I guess now that's a little better. Shoot- I mean, if I you're going to, if you, you can't stop somebody from doing it, you can only educate them. Like if you put them in jail, I don't think that's the, like, I don't think that's good because you're just putting them in with like more messed up people and murderers and rapists and stuff. It's not how it works though. They, they, I mean, you go, they're not going to put you with a murderer if you're a fucking junkie, dude. They, they, it goes by levels. They're going to put you with the fucking petty thieves and shit. Oh, okay. You know? See, I don't know shit and, about jail. So, and, and, and the thing about like Kensington is like, to, to make a point when you're saying that it won't stop people, it, it won't stop people. You're right. But when you set up safe zones in Philadelphia and market it to basically like, yo, if you want to do heroin, like right on here on Kensington Avenue, we got the best shit. Like, the, yo, like <laughs> we have people from California. There's documentaries on it. You can go watch it. It's right on YouTube. If you type in Kensington, Philadelphia, it pops right up. Um, there's documentaries where there's people from Las Vegas, from fucking Nebraska, from California take a one-way flight to Kensington and never leave. Damn. So it becomes an issue where it's like, no, it's it's not just Philadelphia. You got all these junkies just flying out here and just oh, okay. under That's the bridge. Yeah, right. It's like a fucking, it's like a vacation spot for these junkies. They just fucking pour in. The whole area is completely just, just infested with heroin. Like, it's just everything. Every block in Kensington is pretty much just flooded with that. Sh- and it has been for decades. But it's to the point now where they're just saying it's it's almost like okay, you know, it's it's weird. It's I don't know. I'm not a fan of it, to be honest with you. And, and you know, a lot of that shit comes out of my taxes. I don't want to pay for that shit, dude. Yeah, that that is pretty it's, bad. I thought it was just uh, to kind of give the the junkies present there in the state, like not um, not tourist junkies, but like you know all the people who are already currently <laughs> using in your state, you know, to give them like a safe place to shoot up and like not get diseases but if you've got people flying in from other states and that's definitely a problem oh absolutely there's there's literally yeah disneyland basically basically it's a junkie and just junkie fucking version of disneyland and and 100 dude there's many many people this isn't like one or two people that flew out here it's a ton of stories where it's just like oh no i'm not originally from kensington i'm from this area and i came out here because i heard they have the best heroin and I never left. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And there's a bridge. Literally, all of them sleep under the same bridge, right? And then they have the police just come and patrol it. They clean up the needles every night. They have a fucking, uh, you know, that whole gimmick where they come in and hose the fucking the street sweepers, you know? They come in with the street sweepers every fucking morning and just clean the whole fucking place up because all these, you know, junkies, all these heroin addicts just fucking drop their needles right on the floor take a shit right on the floor. They piss everywhere. Like, it's just, come on, man. It's, this is, come on. This is not okay to just be like, yeah, well, they got a problem. Like, yeah, 
There's a lot of people with fucking problems, dude. I'm sorry. If you chose to fucking, you know, stick something in your arm, like, I get it. I feel bad for you for a little bit, but, like, dude, come on. I mean, 10 years down the road, I don't want to be paying for your shit. What is this? And then if they overdose, we got to pay for it. Like, that's, that's crazy. Exactly. I, can't get, I can't get my fucking hernia fixed when I've been paying taxes for 20 fucking years. These dudes can never work a, a day in their life, get high, and fucking overdose and be totally fine because they take them to the hospital and say, <laughs> my mom, the hospital that she works at, constantly has heroin addicts coming in. They're overdosing. She's just like, I don't understand this shit. She's like, I don't understand. She's like, they turn away all the people that need it. <laughs> and then the fucking the, the heroin addicts, there's no questions asked. Oh, yeah, we got them. Let's take care of them. Like, well, oh, yeah. I think they've lost the fear because now they got that thing that can bring them back if they overdose. It's a safety net. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just, I don't forget what it's called, but yeah. Absolutely. That, oh, it's called Narcan, I think. Yeah, maybe. They, they, they inject them with that and they bring them back to life. Yeah, like, oh, I ain't got to worry go, about buddy. dying now. I'm choking on my own vomit. Yeah, back to Kensington we go. I'll see you next week. <laughs> you know, it's fucking crazy, wow. man. Do you I, have um, <clears throat> when uh when my kid's mother and I uh we were in our twenties, uh, we moved to this neighborhood in Pittsburgh, and there was a recovering uh, heroin addict who lived down the street. And once you're once you're addicted to heroin, you're addicted to heroin, whether you use it or not. Like the rest of your life, you 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 feel like you need it. You know what I mean? It's a lifestyle. So, yeah. So that's what this lady was like. You know, like she wasn't using anymore to to our knowledge, but you know it it affected her. You know, it kind of fucked her up. She was older than us, um, maybe by about ten, fifteen years. You know, she was kind of twitchy and all of that. You know, like that was just a part of her at this point. But she had two young kids. Um, she had a son and a daughter. Uh, her son might have been about her son might have been about like ten. I think her daughter was like eleven, something like that. So one day, my kid's mother was out. Um, I was off from work, so this lady shows up at my door. We were new to the neighborhood, so this lady shows up at my house, and she's not really frantic, but I could tell that she was in kind of a hurry. And she has her her young daughter, who's about eleven years old. This little girl is just smiling like everything is cool. And this lady's like, uh, hey, is I'm not gonna say my you know, I'm not gonna say my kid's mother's name, but hey, is she home? I, I really need somebody to, to watch my daughter. I have to run out and do something. I'm like, nah, she's not here. And she's like, Well, I, I just really need somebody to watch her just for maybe a couple of hours. Good luck finding somebody. It ain't gonna be me. Like, that's the type of decision that a heroin addict is going to make. This woman did not know me. I'm a stranger. And she's willing to drop her. Did I mention that this little girl was wearing nothing but a bathrobe? <laughs> this woman tries to drop this kid off at my house. I'm a stranger. She has no idea who I am, but she was perfectly comfortable trying to leave her kid with me. It's wild. Man, yeah, yeah. I said, send her away. I'm not with that shit. I don't like any part of this. <laughs> no. <laughs> Then, and who knows if she would have even come back and here you are, like if you had actually opted to watch the child, you, the, that might be your kid from then on. Hell nah. You might have adopted hell a no. baby. Uh, hell no, nah. that should have been the police's kid. I probably should have called like, hey, this lady just tried to drop this strange kid off with me. Yeah, man. This strange, you know, in a fucking bathroom. What the fuck? At hell least she nah. didn't try to sell her child to you, though. And, you know, you always get, get stories like this in, 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 you know, areas that are, you know, drug infested and shit like that, dude. I mean, I remember 
I, I, countless times, you know, from alleyways, hearing screams and shit. And you're like, eh, I don't know if I want to go investigate. Like, this, this could be somebody getting beat up or it could be somebody having sex. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't want to walk in the middle of this shit. It could be somebody fucking struggling, overdosing. I don't really know. Right. But after living in the city and fucking dealing with that shit for a long time, you just kind of like, it just becomes a thing. I don't want to sound like a fucking asshole, but you have to. You have to know your your boundaries. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, what else can you do about it? What are you going to put on put on a mask and some tights and like run out in the street and be like, "I am drug man. I will stop you." Well, no, I I don't know, man. I just I go back and I think like, you know, later on I'm like, oh, well, what if that was like a girl getting beat up? Like, well, you know. But then at the same time I'm like, well, that could be a girl that was getting banged and because it could have sounded like somebody you know really into like getting fucked hard. It could have been somebody, you know, there's just so much different things. But when you're living in areas where, you know, like at the time, Philly was like the Myrtle capital. Like, I'm not trying to fucking walk in some fucking back alley. And, oh, know. hell no. Hmm. Like, I mean, the most you could do is say, uh, call the police and say, I hear some weird noises going on. Uh, could you check it out? I think somebody's getting killed or whatever. All right. Yeah. I mean, when Mish first moved down here, I took him uh you know, just out of curiosity, he wanted to see, like, the, the rough areas, you know, because he wanted to compare it to Chicago. And, uh, you know, I took I took him to, like, you know, Erie Avenue, where, in my opinion, I mean, it's very underrated. People don't really talk about it. Erie Avenue, to me, is, like, the fucking, it's it's the, the midst of the shit in Philly, you know what I mean? It's, like, the center of fucking chaos. So I took him over there, and, you know, it was, like, late at night, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, whatever, so there's not too many people out. And um, and for the people that, that think, like, neighborhoods that, that look real sketchy, when there's no people out, it's not usually a good sign either. You know what I mean? It's don't don't yeah. take that as a – it's not a good sign. Um, but, yeah, he, I mean, even he looked at it, and he was like, oh, shit, dude, this is, like, fucking – this is some shit out of a movie. Like, <laughs> this fucking, like, there's no roof to this house. Is there people living here? I'm like, yeah, there's, like, there's lights. There's just no roof. I don't know. It's fucking, like, third-world country type shit. I don't know. Holy right. shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, living in some of those areas like that, man, I mean, you know, you, you see a little bit of everything from heroin addicts doing some questionable things to yeah, just a little bit of everything. Just like and now I'm in crazy the woods. people walking now, around. Now my sometimes. biggest problem. Yeah. Now I'm in the woods, man. Now my biggest problem is like deer, like eating my fucking vegetables outside. <laughs> You're right. You could come across a bear or a Jason or yeah. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> to be honest, I'd rather threat. worry about the deer and and like the raccoons than worry about like getting stabbed with a needle on a city street. Yeah, and that's another thing, dude. I can't even imagine living in the city right now, like with this coronavirus thing going around right. with the public transportation. Like, dude, I'm, yeah. I, I fucking, I, I fed myself from the corner store for years. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even imagine going to the corner store for breakfast, lunch, and dinner right now. Like, that's just not happening. You know, <laughs> with the fucking, with the, the, the bulletproof glass that hasn't been wiped down since 13 <laughs> years ago. Like, I'm not trying to fucking, like, come on, man. Just, yeah. Just, you know. Now, I might be a little too sensitive on this. I might be a little too paranoid. Maybe I am. I don't know, but. At least for right now, I don't care what they tell me. I'm not comfortable buying prepared food from anywhere. You know, I've been wanting pizza. I've been wanting Chinese food in the worst way, but I just don't trust any food that's already cooked from somebody else. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you, my friend. 
I felt the same way, but I don't have a kitchen right now, so you know what I mean. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm passed out. (laughs) But what I did is I got an extension cord. This is like real ghetto, but I got an extension cord, and I fucking ran it out to my backyard, and I set up this random little table. So I have these fucking portable uh, little uh, what do they call it? The little fucking the hot little plates, the hot plates. So I got these hot plates. I'm in the backyard, (laughs) fucking hot plates, you know, three, four of them cooking for like half my day. And I'm just wondering, like, yo, these neighbors got to think I'm a fucking psycho. (laughs) Either that or I'm just fucking going stir crazy. And they think like, yo, this dude moved his kitchen out. That's how fucking (laughs) he moved his kitchen outside. Yeah, they think you you want to have a cookout. Yeah, dude, I guarantee you, someone's probably putting me on TikTok or fucking Instagram or something. Like one of my neighbors (laughs) is recording me without me knowing. Like, look at this asshole. Day four, day fourteen of quarantine. Yep, this asshole is still making fucking eggs outside. <laughs> he's back. He's out in his backyard with a hot plate. Come here, Lucy. Watch this. And the, and the worst part is, and the worst part is, I don't have a sink or, or or like plumbing on the first floor, right? I only have it on the third floor of my bedroom and shower and stuff. So like the kitchen doesn't have any water. So I can't wash dishes, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I gotta wash my dishes with a fucking hose in my backyard. So that even <laughs> crazier because people are like, "Yo, what the fuck is going on here?" It's almost like you're living in a third world country yes, right there. Absolutely, you have to go upstairs, like carry pots of water, bring it downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> crazy man! I've been living like this for two weeks straight now, dude. Oh shit! It's Join the Christian out. Children's Fund and and sponsor Shaheen. <laughs> Seriously, it's fucking crazy <laughs> absolutely crazy man i had to fucking do all this shit myself i had to do my own floors uh, youtube thank you youtube for youtube tutorials for teaching people how to fucking do everything <laughs> man, i thought i thought because your floors look so shiny i was like oh man this dude he he pulled out the carpet and he buffed the floors and made them look all shiny and everything oh no this is brand new this is like a day and a half installed oh okay yeah. The house was destroyed. To to make it clear, because I know that I know that people are hearing this. To make it clear, when you say that your house was flooded, you don't mean that it was flooded with like spring water. No, no, it wasn't, so... it wasn't flooded with. Yeah, Mish yeah. was talking about that you had like toilet water just flooding your whole yeah. house. Did he? I didn't. I didn't even know he talked about it. Did he? Yeah, no he idea. said uh, on one of the quarantine shows he was like, I went over to Shaheen's house and there was just shit water covering the floor, and he yeah. had to wade through the shit water. And I'm like, damn. Well, it was cleaned up when he came over, but, you know. But, yeah, I mean, he saw the aftermath. And all the floors were peeled off, and they cut off two feet of the drywall because, you know, they, you can't have sewage shit fucking laying around. Yeah. All my couches were trashed. They took all my fucking TVs, everything. Everything got trashed. Fuck. Yeah. So, if, you're, if you still have a job and you can work from home... And you just happen to be bored because you got to sit home an extra two hours a day. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Basically. There you go, man. That was your fucking blessing. Yeah. Because well, I see so many people on Facebook. And I've been blocked on Facebook for like seven days. Because I posted a picture of... Uh, there was a spot Sammy Govera did like six months ago. Where his nutsack fell out. You know, what, you know that picture? Yeah, yeah. So I posted that on the Wrestling Overdose fucking Facebook. And they already blocked me once from posting for a week, like six months ago when I when I first posted it. And last week they blocked me again for seven days. So all I've been doing is just fucking kind of like window shopping my, on my phone, just looking at Facebook, and I can't comment or anything, right? 
So I'm just looking at all these assholes like, oh, I've been working from home. I'm so fucking bored. I'm like, God, I wish I could comment right now and just tell you what <laughs> I, I, I had to go and pick up like fucking tubs of water to wash, wash my fucking nutsack today. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? I don't want to hear that. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to hear that right now. It's like, at least you guys got running water and you could take a shower. Right. And right. internet, Fuck though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. a lot of... Like, let's, come on, man. Let's be honest, man. We're probably... We're talking about a lot of people who probably don't bathe regularly anyway. <laughs> so, and especially now, <laughs> since they don't have to leave their I house. I need to bathe every day. I, I need to shower every day. That's, that's my gimmick. I need to do that every day. Yeah. It's a necessity of my... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you people? But shower every day. Maybe we won't have the coronavirus, people. <laughs> Keep your exactly. fucking hands clean. Clean yourselves more. This this should be a fucking topic. Please clean yourselves. If there's one fucking positive thing coming out of this goddamn thing, please wash up more, people. You fucking disgusting. I don't. Yo, I never knew how disgusting people are. And I know some people are gonna get offended, but I don't give a fuck. I didn't know how disgusting people are. Till I started running across, like, you know, like, mass fucking crowds at wrestling shows. You know, to the point you're like, damn, dude, every time I see this guy, he smells like fucking onion rings. Like, why? <laughs> you're coming to fucking wrestling. Somebody has to stand next to you. Why do you do this? I don't understand. You know what I mean? You got dudes fucking picking their boogers and eating it in front. Like, yeah, I'm like, yo, come on, bro. Ah, like, come on, man. Like, what the fuck? What is this? What kind of... And then you want to flip through my fucking book and shit? Like, nah, bro. Like, no. I was I was doing the social distancing before this shit happened. Nah, six feet, please. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to be like Howie Mandel, wear gloves or sanitize your hands every time you touch one of your things. Yeah. Uh, no, I already fucking trashed the fucking... The books have already got sewage on them. They're, I got new ones. That shit's all trashed. So we're starting brand new, corona-free. Dude. Yeah, you're starting here. fresh. Read that, man. Everything's destroyed. Yeah. Speaking of everything being destroyed, what do you guys think uh, is going to be the aftermath of the coronavirus? I feel like we have the... We have an opportunity for everybody to come together because we're all going through the same shit, even though we're still trying to fight each other and still trying to, trying to uh, make things political and whatever, whatever other argument people are having, we're all going through the exact same thing. So we have the opportunity right now, once all of this blows over to actually come together and say, yeah, we, we made it through. We really made it through. The world looks a, a lot different now. So, you know, we, 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 we stand unified and we can rebuild. But I know how humanity is, so we have the capacity to be worse than we were going into this. I don't have a lot of faith in humanity. No, I have, I have less faith than ever, dude. I really fucking do. And I, I this is one of those times... Actually, I shouldn't say this is one of those times because we don't have anything to compare it to really through our lifetime. Um, yeah, right. This is the first time where the whole globe is impacted. I don't give a fuck if you're in Turkey right now, you're dealing with this shit, right? Like, yo, this is fucking crazier than people are are given a credit. Like, this is the this impacted the whole the world shut down, dude. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. This has never happened. The world shut down. Not even like a country. Not a the fucking globe, the planet shut down. It's yeah. crazy. 
for people, there's still people fucking saying this shit is a hoax. I'm like, yo, get out of here. Have you been to your local Walmart lately? This guy the coronavirus. Coronavirus him now. He needs it right now. We don't need this motherfucker on this planet. Fucking, this idiot is going to give fucking 100 people more this coronavirus because he's not going to believe it. When he gets it, he's going, I just got a cold. Like, ah, I'm fucking... Like, dude, this is not making you tough. Like, Wait, what, what is what is with all these dudes trying to be tough about the coronavirus? Dude, like, you got people out here licking stuck. fucking toilet bowls, man. Yeah, right. what the heck? Yeah, those people, do, that's natural selection. You need to go. Yes. I don't need you to exist. You don't need to Enough. recreate. Get rid of the toilet lickers. <laughs> and the assholes who are going through stores licking, licking the uh, products on the shelves. Opening the oh, ice cream and licking God. the goddamn ice cream. Stop doing that shit. Wash your no. fucking hands. You want to use my tax dollars? Don't use it on the junk he's bringing them back to life. Fucking put these assholes that are licking toilet paper and shit in stores in jail. I'll pay for that shit. Glad. <laughs> Take my 1200 and put it on that. Get these motherfuckers out of here. Yeah. Fucking out there. Yo, these... Like, like, imagine, Bobby, imagine one of your fucking parents or grandparents going to the fucking local Target and, and grabbing a roll of toilet paper, and just because some asshole happened to lick it 45 minutes earlier, that they got the coronavirus and they dropped dead. I would want to fucking strangle this guy to death. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely should get jailed for that. That should, That's fucking serious, man. That shit is no joke. That's like fucking trying to give people AIDS on purpose. How is that any different? Yeah, it's that basically fucking- murder. Yeah, man, that's manslaughter and fucking, if I ever saw one. Because they know that these people 60 and over, um, a lot of them, maybe, like, I don't know what percentage, but a lot of them don't make it. And then if you go and do that dumb shit, and somebody's grandmother picks that up, or even your mother picks that up and gets it, and maybe she's got a pre-existing condition. No, fuck that. Right. Yeah. Right. I see I mean, so many like, wrestling fans. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Well, I was going to say, my like, my mother has to do the shopping, you know. Um, my mother takes care of my father. My my mother is in excellent condition. You know, she's in her 60s. My dad is in his 70s. Um, if my mother gets it, she'll be perfectly fine. My mother would be more healthy than me. She might not even show any symptoms, but she would absolutely take it home to my dad because – she wouldn't know, and there's no way my dad could make it through this. No way. All right. Yeah, man, I'm 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 scared of the outcome, not necessarily what the virus is gonna do. I'm I'm scared about a couple things. I'll tell you, I'm usually not one for purchasing guns, but the last few weeks, man, I seriously wanted to go get one just just to protect my house because I'm like, yo, I don't. If these fucking run out of food, I don't want some dude showing up to my my crib with a fucking pistol, and I don't have one to shoot back. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been seriously thinking about that, too. I don't really like guns. I have, like, my samurai swords here and everything, but, I mean, what the fuck is a sword going to do if somebody else has a gun? Right. It's not the Ninja Turtle, man. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not some some fucking master kung fu expert over here or anything. Yeah, but that was that was interesting to me how me without like subconsciously me almost going against my own morals and stuff because I'm I'm against all that shit and now I'm like damn I kind of want to go get one I'm like oh whoa, whoa, whoa dude what like what I'm losing my shit already yeah <laughs> dude, well, like two days into quarantine I'm looking to get strapped <laughs> up 
you see oh, what you right. see what's happening like they they're showing the videos in walmart of these people like f- basically yeah. fighting over toilet paper and you're like what the fuck right and i'm like yeah that could be my front door he's desperate enough his kids can't eat yeah it's like <laughs> shit you got that denty more beef stew let me in yeah. motherfucker <laughs> And, and the, you know what else scares me is not not even just that. The amount of people that I saw at gun stores waiting in line, you know, like... Yeah. The amount of guns they have sold in the last fucking month is insane. <laughs> it's like, yo, there's more guns in the U.S. now than <laughs> ever. Than yeah. ever. If we ever had a fucking gun problem before... That shit just multiplied, because, I mean, fuck, yeah. like... That's just, that's just a legal one. Dude, and that happened here, right. too. I mean, at first, uh, first the toilet paper went, then it was the face masks, the rubber gloves, and the hand sanitizer, and now it's the guns. Hey, man, and, and you already got, you know, the, the gloves for it, add the, the pistol to it. <laughs> yeah, you go be an it's assassin. Not, not a good com- it's not a really good combination. <laughs> yeah. You're stocked up on gloves and pistols. Oh, it's like, fuck. what the fuck? You know, we're probably going to have a bunch of idiots who don't even who have never shot guns before just running out in the street shooting at things and it'll go through a wall and hit some little kid. I mean, it's tragic, but it sounds like that's what it's coming to. Right. Paranoia. is. Yeah. There was um, somebody. Well, there's shooting on my street uh, fairly regularly, unfortunately, especially like when the weather starts to warm up. uh, Somebody really close to my house i guess my neighbor comes out and just shoots for no reason uh that happened last night and what then the it happened fuck? again today around maybe four or five o'clock uh spoke to my kid's mother uh earlier today and she's one of those people who can't stay in the house she lives around the corner from me she lives uh, like a half a mile away from me and um she wanted to just go out and take a walk she said but i have to walk this other way because uh, somebody was shot and killed at the end of the street, uh, but then somebody else was shot and killed right around the corner last night. You know, God damn. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's happening. I mean, Cleveland is not the greatest place, but like that's excessive. Like that's a lot. That's more than yeah. we usually deal with. So society is already breaking down from this shit. I thought your well, neighborhood was fairly nice, Bobby. No, <laughs> no, no, you're very wrong. You're very, very wrong. He was like, I, I'm moving into a, a better area, a better home. I was like, oh, shit. All right. Good for you. Uh, well, now, see, the street that I moved from, the street that I moved from was fairly quiet because the street where I lived, all of those people, like their parents owned those houses. So they're all like second, third generation. So they all grew up together. They all knew each other. They look out for each other. Um, but the house that I was living in was really small. So when I moved here, the house is much, much better. Um, the neighborhood's not that bad. It's really not that bad here. I just, you know, whoever's out here shooting at night, <laughs> I, I could tell they're, they're just shooting for no reason. They're not shooting at anybody, but, um, the street that my kid's mother lives on, that's kind of a rough street, you know, a little bit rougher than, over here she lives a little closer to a main street but i mean it's, it's not the worst it's just it's the city man when you're in the city you're gonna get what you're gonna get you know yeah and also keep in mind dude once once it gets hot out and people start coming out oh yeah that that's gonna be terrible yeah 
It's gonna be it's gonna be terrible. Like right now, <laughs> the air is still cold, so there's not a lot of people out hanging. But once it gets to about maybe 75, 80, fucking everybody's gonna be outside, out and about. Now, just just to switch it up a little bit, um, what do you guys think about like you know possible martial law coming in and stuff like that? I, I, at this point, I don't think. And again, it's ironic the things that I'm saying now because I'm thinking about fucking getting my self-protection, and now I'm like, ah, eh, martial law might not be the worst thing. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Why, why, am I, why am I saying these things? But uh, at this point, if they were to bring in martial law, right, what do you think will be the aftermath of that? Do you think they're going to leave some traces of that behind? Where, you know, because I was listening to the Rogan podcast, and he mentioned something about, like, you know, them making you download, like, apps and then being able to trace you and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, that's, that's fucking interesting. Because if they do put down martial law and all this stuff, like, what if some of that just doesn't always go away? You know what I mean? What if they kind of leave that as, right. oh, well, it's still lingering around. It's just for safety. But yeah. it's like, huh? And then you kind of, you know, adapt to it and kind of get used to it. And then before you know yeah. it, it's like, oh, Breaking. shit, dude. Yeah. Embracing Big Brother, you know, it becomes it becomes right. normal, right. normal, you know, just accepting the mark of the beast, as they say. Right, right, and that's my fear. Like in six years, like tanks roaming around, fucking near Walmart. Like, oh, dude, this is like I thought this shit was done with. This is like two two thousand twenty six right. now, man. <laughs> like, yeah, what are you still doing out here? You know, right, right, man. It might tanks just be the catastrophe. The yelling out, "Thanks for your service." <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh man. And not only even us, man. Other countries that have even, I don't want to say weaker government, but like a weaker structure when it comes to, you know, the rights and stuff like that. Like I, I can't even imagine what a lot of these third world countries that might be hit with this would be like afterwards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's just, I don't know. It's it's crazy, man. This is, I think, uh, not not that I think. I would say it's probably a fact by now. This is probably going to cause more damage than anything else that we've seen in our lifetimes, anything that our parents, our grandparents. I don't think anybody's ever seen anything like this. Not World War One, not two, not the Nazis, not fucking aliens. Nothing has impacted us like this. Like, this is... <laughs> Nothing, not since the not since the fucking asteroid that took out the dinosaurs have we seen anything like this. Right. Like this is, you know, even if we lose 100,000 people, which is what they, they projected today at, at, at a, you know, I'm like, dude, that's, that's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. You know, like, I remember, like, 9-11, we lost 4,000 people. And how fucking tragic was that? Imagine 100,000. Yeah. And, and the shit you, doesn't even go away? Like, yo, what if Do what you if see all that it left away? behind, though, like, from 9-11? We had, right. the, uh, we had the Patriot Act, and now we've got um, citizens under surveillance, and we've pretty much become accustomed to that. Right. We know we're under surveillance now, you know? Yeah, that's true, and a lot of people have, have become comfortable with it. A lot of people, yeah. a lot of people fight. You know, like yeah, this is a great thing. This is what it's all supposed to be. Big Brother's supposed to be over my shoulder. But as far as the impact, like even that, even that's isolated because that affects us here more than anything else. There's countries that don't give a shit about that. There's countries that deal with with things like that all the time. Like that's the normal for them, but for us. You know, like it happened a long time ago for us at this point, you know, and we're still talking about it. Like, never, never forget. And, and I understand that. But there's other countries like, yeah, shut the fuck up about that. Like, what happened? You know, <laughs> like, who cares? You know, like other countries really don't give a shit. But with this, it affects 
literally everybody. This right now is the biggest and longest conversation in the fucking world. Everybody is still talking about this right now. And for anybody listening that's like, oh, like I want to listen to a podcast to escape. It's like, I'm sorry, dude. You, you, I, we can't escape this shit right yeah. now. I'm sorry. It's, you, like, it's everywhere. You like, can't, can't even fucking... throw a rock without hitting coronavirus, man. Right. Dude. Like, I, I can't get my fucking... to not talk about this. <laughs> right. I can't get my toilet fixed right now because no one wants to come to my house because of the fucking virus. Like, dude, it's very much impacting everything I do. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. It's just everywhere. And I'm sure everything that everybody else does, you know? Yeah. It's really, right now, it's the conversation that you can't avoid. I mean, you can avoid religion and politics, but you can't avoid this. Yeah, and, like, wrestling shows, like, I dude, for people bitching at wrestling shows not to talk about the coronavirus, it's like, what do you want them to talk about? Do you know right. what happened in wrestling this past week? They had one two-minute match. The rest of it was like, oh, the best of Royal Rumble 2008. What? Who the fuck <laughs> wants to talk about that in 2020? Yeah. What are you going to do? You're like, oh, yeah, let's talk about Raw. So they played Edge versus Randy Orton from 2006. Like, okay. Yeah. Let's Whoa. bring in old episodes of WCW Nitro. Yeah, you can't review that. I'm sorry. That's like, if you, I, don't, I don't know what people want. You know? No. Shaheen, I wanted to ask you this. What do you think about them going on with WrestleMania? Do you think they should shut it down until this thing clears up just to protect the wrestlers? Or, yeah. like, should the wrestlers decide what they want to do? Like, what do you no, think, I think about that? I think it's idiotic that it's even a, a thing that Vince is capable of doing. Like, I just, I don't know, man. I wish there was more Roman Reigns. People can say whatever the fuck they want about Roman Reigns. I respect that man for pulling out, you know? Pause. Mm -hmm. You know, I, seriously, like, for his fucking family. Like, dude, he clearly cares about his family. You gotta give somebody a second to just <laughs> <laughs> to take that all in. Yeah, it was a subtle. It was a subtle, pause. subtle pause. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah, and but, he's got to I mean, protect all, himself. All said and done. Yeah, the whole show is already recorded. So yeah, but I the mean, the right thing for them to do with the, I mean, the right thing for them to do would have been to cancel the whole fucking thing. But you know, Vince didn't want to do that, so they pre-recorded everything. Does that amaze you guys? That Because, like, I knew as soon as this happened, I'm like, dude, I don't care if Vince has this shit at his mansion. This shit is happening. Like, he... Yeah. You, do you think Vince will tap out to the coronavirus? Oh, he fuck he no. will not fucking give in to anything. You know how much he hates sneezing? That's one of his right. fucking pet peeves. He hates people that cough and sneeze. Do you think he's gonna postpone because there's too many people coughing and sneezing? He's gonna be like, oh, it's pussies. Like, that's oh, fucking not real. You can't control your own bodily functions. What's the matter exactly. with you, pal? <laughs> fucking assholes. So, yeah, no. How much I, do you I, think he looks down on all the people who already died from this thing? Ah, he looks at them as fucking pussies. 100%. Yeah. He's every Anybody who dies from it is weak in his eyes. Right. That, that, yeah, they could have done better. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. buddy. That's what I guess. They should have been right. stronger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They should have taken more horse steroids. Yeah, everybody didn't have access to that, man. I don't know. It's maybe, you know. But, no, I, I think it, it definitely should have been postponed. I think having a WrestleMania in an empty stadium is... It's fucking stupid, yeah. It's the most ridiculous. I don't... Dude, I, I honestly don't know if I can watch the whole thing. And I'm not trying to be one of those people that's like, oh, I'm not watching it. So people are like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm seriously going to try. I don't see myself being able to sit through, like, four or five hours of it two nights in a row. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, you know, one thing, though, one thing that might be a pro coming out of this, because there's tons of cons, but the only pro that I can think of is it pushes them to put more effort into creativity. Because from what I'm hearing, oh, they're sure. doing 
Yeah, they're doing the, the the John Cena and the fucking Bray thing. I think Bobby mentioned that to me earlier in a fucking what was it at a at like a movie studio? Uh oh yeah yeah they're doing it in a where, uh, warehouse I guess. Yeah, and then AJ Wait, Styles. Where, well, yeah yeah pretty, yeah pretty much a movie studio yeah. Yeah, so I mean they could do some cool stuff coming out of that, but then again that's like dude that's two matches out of what fifty three and two nights like oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And then it kind of deadens it just a little bit, um, unless you added something to take away from the fact that there's no crowd reaction, because um, the crowd does play a big role in most of those matches. Do you think there's a solution to that? Do you guys have any ideas to just kind of make the show less awkward? Because, I mean, I tried to watch wrestling. It's not happening, dude. It's awkward as fuck. Like, it's just... And and you know what? You know what pisses me off, actually? It, 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 it doesn't... It annoys the fuck out of me, I, and I don't know why. But when when the wrestlers come out and they still pretend like there's a crowd, like they're pandering <laughs> to the crowd and posing for it, I'm like, what? like why are you that's doing that? Yeah, that's why weird. Are you doing that? It's because it's what old. they were trained to do. It's how they were trained, and they don't know how to pivot from that. They don't know how to adjust to the to their situation. You know what you do? You talk into the camera. You know, you pose for the camera, make it less awkward. You know, some of them are like, you know, putting their hand above their eyebrows, like they're looking at a fucking huge crowd. It's like, I get it. One of you, one or two of you, might be, you know, being sarcastic. But damn, every single one is doing this shit. Yeah. Now. Like it's. Well, you know weird. what they could do? They could do all that posing and stuff right at the hard cam because they know people are watching from home, and right. Maybe that wouldn't be so right. awkward. I don't know. Yeah, or coming out at the entrance, like I'm saying, right directly into the camera. You remember back in the day, WCW, a lot of people used to do that. NWO, fucking Scott Hall used to throw the toothpick directly yeah. into the camera. Oh, yeah, yep. Shit like that. The camera, like, he sure yeah. did. That was right. good yeah. Talk into the camera. I'm at home. Talk to me. There's nobody here, dude. Yeah, I don't know who right. the fuck you're talking to. It's very <laughs> awkward. It I really think, throws me off. I think Vince might have made that taboo like sometime in the 90s. Like, don't look at the camera. It's not there. You know, that kind of thing where it's like I, I, he wants people to believe that it's not on television or it's not it's not a TV show. It's actually real and it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yep. Do you think how, how much of a how much of a nightmare do you think it is right now for WrestleMania to be taped? Because, like, I can, you know, Vince McMahon is a perfectionist. So this oh, yeah. dude, 100 percent had them record WrestleMania like at least 14 times by now. Yeah, oh, I was going to yeah. say, how many times do you think the script has been ripped up? Dude, I, I think they're recording it right now still. I think like every night he's like, no, I don't like yeah. it, let's do this. He's switching it every... I think, yeah, honestly, edited, dude, it's going it's to end up. It's going to end up live. Like literally, he's going to trash everything that happened and they're going to end up doing a fucking live. Yeah, because he, he changes his mind so fucking much. Right. It's going to be live. I'm telling you, dude. It's, it's going to end up being live. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, what I do want to see, and Shaheen, I think I told you this, what I do want to see uh, actually live uh, without a crowd is the John Cena match. Not because I'm a John Cena fan, because I'm not, but I just think it would be the most comical thing ever to hear him loud and clear without a crowd uh, calling every move. That would just be <laughs> hilarious to me. Oh, yeah. That's fucking great, dude. Do you, yeah. I, that, that's the only thing that we could get out of it being live is them not being able to edit all that out. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be a short fest. At least you got some comic relief there. Right. Right. 
And I don't know what's going on with AEW. I don't know what TNA is going to be doing. I don't, I mean, this could impact wrestling a lot too, dude. It's, it's going to impact everyone. I mean, the indies, this, this killed a lot of the indies. Well, yeah. yeah. Nobody wants Absolutely. to travel. Well, you can't travel. Nobody wants to go out of their house, basically. Um, so, fuck. And I mean, with deathmatch wrestling, that's pretty much done. You don't want people bleeding on each other. Yeah, I mean, I know it's not like a bloodborne disease, but I mean, fuck, I certainly wouldn't trust it. I wouldn't be comfortable with like, yeah, dude, fucking smash me with light tubes and spit in my face. Yeah, you, you got sweat, sort of you've got blood. Still, the, the Deathmatch fans are still complaining, though, that it's that they're not getting to see their shows. They don't give a shit if people with hepatitis and herpes bleed on them anyway. You know? Dude, I, I think I told you this story before, but I saw a fan post a jersey that he was wearing. Is that your Abdullah story? The which, which story? Uh, your Abdullah the Butcher story with somebody got his blood all over their shirt and they kept it? No, no, no. This okay. is close, though. Close. I, I, th- I think you're mistaken Abdullah with Necro. But Maybe, it was yeah. It was Necro Butcher fucking bled all over this dude. And this guy, like, posted it up on one of these Deathmatch fucking fan sites. And he was like, oh, dude, like, thank you so much to Necro. He fucking bled on me by accident and just made it up to me. What a gentleman he was. He came up to me at the bar and then offered a free autograph and he signed it for me. And I'm, I'm like, buddy, I just, I'm pretty sure this guy's got Hep C, man. I don't know if anybody <laughs> told you, but eh. so I just, I simply just commented like dot 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 dot. No one's gonna say anything because a lot of people commented and everybody's like, oh, dude, get it framed. Like that awesome, like smiley emoji. I'm like, what the fuck. So I, I, nobody said anything and everybody like laughed at the, put the laughing emoji after my comment. And I'm like, all right, I guess no one is going to say it. So I hit the dude up and I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't know you. Like, I, I don't honestly give a shit about your life. Like I didn't say it like that, but I'm like, dude, I don't know you. It makes me no difference, but I'm just letting you know, you should probably trash that jacket because there are rumors that he has hep C. So this guy got really offended by that. He's like, you fucking asshole. Do your fucking research before you hit me up. And start spreading rumors. And after that, I told him, I was like, dude, I, I seriously hope you get the Hep C now. So, <laughs> right. Like, right. Wear, that. Like, wear it. Wear it all around. I don't give a fuck. Like, I just give a shit. Use it as a pillowcase. Drool yeah. on that shit and rub your face. I don't give a fuck. Do whatever have, you want. Have sex with it. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, you know, use it as a fucking nut rag. I don't care. Do whatever you want. That's as close as you're going to get to Necro Butcher, man. Be as one. Blood and nut. You know what I mean? Well, then I guess to a lot of these fans, the coronavirus is just another Friday night to them. <laughs> oh, shit. New Blood and nut. Blood and... <laughs> oh, dude. No one picked up on this. And I fucking, I thought this is hilarious. Um, the Blood and Guts pay-per-view for AEW. You guys you guys know how, how it was called? Like Blood and Guts. They were going to do the steel cage match and all that deal. Yeah. 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 So, did you hear of Vince McMahon a few months ago when he put out that statement when they asked him if like what he thinks of AEW and he was like, Oh, we're not going to be that blood and guts company. So yeah. they mm-hmm. took his quote and made a pay-per-view name out of it. And like, no one picked up on that shit. The only one that picked up on it was IYH, I think. And I, I was like, dude, that's just fucking clever. These guys picked up Vince's words and said, you know what? You don't want to be blood and guts. We'll be blood and guts. That's fine, dude. We'll take that. Yeah. Didn't they do that <laughs> shit with clever. Brody Lee? Um, Making fun of Vince McMahon? Probably. Like I, didn't watch, I didn't watch last week or oh, okay. I think the week before. 
Because I was it's hearing tough, something man. about it. I can't it. sit through it. It's tough. I, I try, man. It's hard. It's very awkward, dude. Without <laughs> the crowd, it's. I mean, AEW killed it the first week, but that's because they had they had wrestlers in the audience and they were interacting with other wrestlers. They had like the heels on one side, the faces on the other. Like it was it was old school. It felt like fucking '87 Survivor Series with fucking you know Bobby Heenan's fucking crew against whatever. You know what I mean? Hulk Hogan's crew. Maybe yeah, they should the do that. From. Like WWE, they got their ring crew. Maybe they should have them sit in the audience during the matches and like then have like everybody in the locker room also sit in the audience too. So it might not be that awkward. Well, they, they can't, can't though. That's not, the problem. Not now. Yeah. There's a, there's a 10-person maximum. That's why they cut the shows out, because now they started saying, okay, well, you got three for commentary. You got the referee. You got, you know, the two wrestlers, or, you know, it makes it worse if it's a tag team. Then you got a bunch of fucking ring crew guys and a bunch of fucking video guys and audio guys and stuff like that. And they're like, all right, well, you're at 24 people now for a singles match, so uh, not happening, buddy. Man, he did, okay, he needs to not do it. Just fucking wait until this is over with and then have a super WrestleMania or something. Because uh, this just seems fucked up, like something I wouldn't even want to watch if I still watch WWE. Yeah, I mean, it's already recorded, dude. It's already... it's. Yeah. It's been aired. Already done. It's, yeah. They're just waiting to put the press play. That's all. Yeah. yeah. What, next Sunday? <laughs> We're on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Start yeah. Saturday, dude. Just how surreal yeah. is that going to feel with the state of the world right now? I mean, and then you've got a weird-ass WrestleMania happening. It's depressing. I, I mean... Yo, I, I tried to watch the go-home show for, for uh, WrestleMania. I tried to watch Raw. And they were literally playing, like, the WrestleMania main event from last year. And I'm like, this is your go-home show. And you weren't allowed to produce anything. This is not a good sign for mm. wrestling. Like, if Vince McMahon, his go-home show is, like, Becky Lynch versus Oscar or whatever the fuck from last year. Like, that's... Or, I'm sorry, Ronda Rousey. Um, that's... That's not a good sign, man. That that kind of gives me the vibe that, hey, man, for the next uh, few months, you might be getting best of SummerSlam and best of fucking Mania and best of Raw, you know? But yeah. We'll see. I wish there was more Roman Reigns, though, because more people have to stand up against Vince. Because, I mean, this is like... It's, it's almost like a cowardly move to me, because if... I don't even care if all of them have kids or not, dude. I mean, all of you have parents. All of you have fucking... Yeah, you can get it's, sick. I don't understand traveling in buses. It's irresponsible. It really is. I don't understand it. Like I don't. There's a difference between going to Walmart and grabbing a fucking, you know, a gallon of milk and some water and coming home. But there's like, dude, you're fucking rolling around in the ring with the guy breathing on each other and fucking calling spots in each other's ears. Like it's very fucking close. I don't know, man. I just I think it's it's. And, and if there was ever a, a time for wrestling to take off, you know how they say always like, oh, they should have an off season. Like, dude, this, take this as the off season and, and try it out. Yeah. This is a good time yeah. for everybody to get creative and try different things out. This is a good time for yep. Vince McMahon to take an off season and try that method out. And you never know. It might fucking, it might help out. Honestly, there might be a wrestling boom after this, you know? Because people, I mean, I don't know how much... You know, the numbers right now speak for it because, I mean, there's two million people watching it. But then again, they're not really giving them good content. They're giving them replays from last year. So, yeah, it, it makes me wonder, like, how many people would actually would there be new wa viewers like, 
you know, since everybody's stuck at home, if they actually were able to run shows and will be, will more people watch because they're fucking, they miss it, you know, because once something's taken away from you, you miss it. Actually. Right. I think uh, you'll be hungry for it after about six to eight weeks. <clears throat> and, uh, and it, yeah, if, if they announce it and they're like, oh, we're bringing back wrestling. Um, coming in like, um, coming June or July 4th or something, let's just say. And then everybody's chomping at the bit you know, waiting to see what happens when wrestling returns. Like, it not yeah. just WWE, but AEW, maybe Impact, whatever, everything. and, and getting yeah, getting everything. that crowd This, is, a, this yeah. is the best opportunity for them to sit at home, write out, like, actually write out and come up with some really good storylines and press the reset button. Perfect Hell yeah. opportunity. Hell yeah. Dude, for everybody, like rap music should be better coming out of the quarantine. You should be fucking writing right now. If you're an artist, rap, I don't care what you do, you like perfect your fucking craft right now. Like, yeah, you got nothing but time. Yeah, you have literally nothing to do. You, you're not on tour. You're not working. You're stuck at the fucking crib, man. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. I really hope. And, and, you know, you're right, Bobby. I think a lot of people, hopefully in the wrestling business, take this as a hint, like, hey, we could actually use this time as, as an offseason. But, hey, we could keep people employed by giving them fucking – hey, you know what? All these people that they're paying, these wrestlers, can't use them as, as fucking actual physical performers. Why not try it out and give them a couple of fucking, you know, writer roles and, and creative roles? And, see, uh, and It's never going to see the light of day for a few months anyway. Have them try different things out, different roles out. You never know. Samoa Joe that, that gets injured every other week might be really good at creative, and no one's ever tapped into that. Give this guy a shot and see what you can do with it. Corey Graves, if this guy – I mean, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the guy, but clearly somebody likes him backstage. Nobody thought this guy was going to be a fucking commentator until they were desperate and they had to kind of force this guy in there, and he took off. So you never know what's going to happen. And I don't know, man. I think, I think if they give it a shot, we might see some cool things coming out of this. You know, Hopefully everybody's alive. But uh, we'll see. And how about this? How about this? Um, now, I know that a lot of these guys don't spend a whole lot of time at home, you know, due to the nature of their job. So they, they usually have to hit the gym on the road. But realistically, how many of these people do you think don't have, like, a weight set or something at the house? They got all this time at the house now, man. When everything comes rolling back in, man, they can all come back looking like action figures and superheroes. Yeah. I mean, not to just fucking... Everybody should... There's no excuse for anybody to not be in shape after this. Yeah. Guys like Joey Janela, you know, not to randomly bring him up, but, I mean, he's at he's at this, like, mid-tone level right now. Like, dude, you're going to be stuck at the house. This is a perfect time to come back on TV fucking chiseled and, and, and looking brand new. Or yeah. you could just sit at home and be bored and drink more and, and you know, get more out of shape. So... Yeah. It's like fatter and sloppier than ever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's either or, man. It's, you know, one or the other. No gray, no gray area, man. Yeah. Don't fuck around with it. Go out and do it expeditiously. Do you guys think this is going to impact music? Because, I mean, music, like, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's fucking weird because, like, a lot of these rappers, I feel like a lot of them probably have at-home studios. Dude, it's it's 2020. Everybody has a some form of a studio. <laughs> Even but if I'm not, not seeing professional. Any, I'm not seeing anything though. You saw. You remember like when when shit would go down, like Game put out that one song, like uh, what was it, One Blood, and they fucking like had like 65 rappers hop on it by next week. Yeah. I'm not yeah. seeing any coronavirus anthems right now coming out of the fucking rap world, dude. Like I haven't 
seen a single fucking creative outlet in the hip hop community yeah. come out. Like, you know what? We're going to do a performance from the house. You know what? We're going to launch this fucking mixtape for free for all the people that are stuck at home. I haven't seen shit. Like, I, I don't know if it's I the new it's wave of rappers. Up. Just, yeah, hopefully. I think, I think, uh, a lot of people still aren't really taking this thing very seriously. So even though people should be staying in their houses, they're really not. So a lot of people are still just out bullshitting, but I, I think, I think things are going to get a little bit more serious. People are really going to have no choice, but to stay home. And I think once that happens, once that really sets in with people like, Oh, this thing is really fucking up. Everybody We should probably all just stay home. That's when I think more people are going to, you're going to see more creativity from people because you can search YouTube right now and you can hear a bunch of shitty songs about the coronavirus. Like it's all trash from just, you know, average people making trash ass shit on their you know, computer or their phone or whatever. But I, I really think it's just a matter of time before the actual artists. I mean, and even outside of, even outside of that topic, this is again, another opportunity for so many more people to so many more creative people, so many more artists, singers, rappers, whatever, to to really get on it. I think we are going to be hit with a bunch of shit this summer. I hope so, man. I hope so. It's going to fucking throw everything off. A lot of uh, small-time movie theaters aren't coming back. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. That's it. That's it's a dead end for them. I heard Sony canceled all their movies till 2021. Like, what the fuck? Holy like shit. everything got pushed back like a year, dude. That's like crazy. I think they pushed yeah. back all their summer movies to 2021. God damn. Yeah, I yeah, know uh, the movie I was waiting for was A Quiet Place Part 2 and that was supposed to come out on the 20 the 23rd of March, I believe, and that got delayed until this whole thing blows over, I guess. Um, I'm thinking maybe these movie companies should release the movies that they, you know, the ones that they already got ready for release, like do that on Amazon Prime, like they're currently doing with certain movies right now. Yeah, so, I think they're testing it out. You yeah, know, I'm, I'm totally fine with you know on demand pay per view, whatever. You know, I mean, if people want to purchase it, you give them the option. But at the same time, I think a lot of them they don't want to give in, man. They don't. They don't want to just. Yeah. They don't want to release their movie and not get it in the theater. So it's, a lot of them are pushing it back. It's so bugged out, though, when it's like you've got millions of people literally that can't leave their homes. They've, they're looking for something to, you know, entertain them, to distract them from what's currently going on. And you're not going to release your movie because you want it in a theater. Maybe you could do that later on. Yeah. I mean, look yeah. at Tiger King on fucking Netflix, dude. I I. I my whole life has become Tiger King, and I haven't even watched a fucking episode. It's all people are talking about that and the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Very I don't true. even know what yeah. that's about. It's, I mean, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd rather have somebody else explain it because, again, I watched the trailer so I can sum it up for you. It's a fucking crazy zookeeper, apparently. I think it was in Oklahoma. And they said he was like a cult leader, and then he's like feuding with other zookeepers and he almost had one killed and uh, it's like insanity he had like a couple hundred tigers and lions living on his property i don't know bobby have you heard anything about this at all i'll tell you this the the first time i heard of this dude was a few years ago i was on a call with i was on a call with yuck nasty and i think wookie was on the call and there was a bunch of us on the call this might have been on uh 
it was either on getting the corner or bedtimes with band-aids, which is no longer around. But Yuck found this dude's videos on, on YouTube. He has this whole series of videos because he was running for president. Uh, his name is Joe Exotic. And the dude was funny as hell. And I mean, he's just straight up, he's like, my name is Joe Exotic. I have tigers. I am gay, and I am running for president of these <laughs> United States. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the dude is he's flamboyant as fuck. Uh, he's unapologetic. <laughs> the funniest thing I heard this dude say, like, he, he released this whole video. Um, he pressed pause on, on his whole uh, presidential campaign to say, and I don't think that it's fair that black people get to say the N-word, and I don't get to say the N-word. I feel like oh if I want to say the N-word, I should be able to say the N-word. <laughs> so he went off on that for a few minutes. Like I should be offended, but this dude is funnier than he realizes he is. Yeah, apparently he's doing like 50 years in jail now or something. That sounds about right. <laughs> I don't watch the show. I've never, I haven't watched the thing. I don't, I don't care to watch it. I'm not going to. I've had my fill. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe I'll give it a shot this week sometime, but I haven't, I've yet to watch it. I just keep hearing about it, fucking thing, man. I just, I can't escape it. It's everywhere. You know? Yeah, yeah there's only a few things people are talking about right now. That's insane. That's, yeah, that's one of two things that everybody's talking about. It's strange. I don't know how the hell that happened. Three, Trump, coronavirus, and Tiger King. The only things that's yeah, well, that's relevant right now. Trump's idiotic yeah, well, tweets. Trump is tied in with, but he's tied in with the disease. So, did you guys see? Did you guys see the? Um, I don't, don't want to make this political or anything, but this was hilarious to me. Did you guys see when he had a uh, when he gave out the briefing? He had the uh, My Pillow executive come up, and I guess My Pillow was like a fucking like company. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about My Pillows. But yeah. I guess this guy is funding a lot of the a lot of the help, which is a beautiful thing. I'm not like shitting on that by by any means. But he gave this guy the podium, and this guy came up and he tells America that we need to read the Bible more to save us. <laughs> oh, and uh, you know, again, dude, I have no problem with people doing that. In fact, I think you should pray. I don't. That, that can't hurt you. It can't hurt you. It's not a bad thing. But to right. come out there and Tell the, uh, a frightened country to read the Bible as like almost a solution to this shit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's strange and terrifying on many levels. Yeah. Too. But what's worse than that? What's worse than that though is, and, and mind you, I've said this before. It's not a secret to anybody. I am a Christian. I am. I am fairly religious. I really am. But all of those churches. This weekend, uh, there were some big ones down south, I think in Louisiana and in, and in Florida. Those people are fucking terrorists. They are fucking terrorists because they still gathered knowing damn well. I'm talking like hundreds of people. Oh, yeah. Thinking, yeah, Jesus got this. Jesus got the cure. All of those people are going to get every fucking body sick, man. Yeah. Well, Louisiana's that's... already suffering. Like they're, oh, they're, they're hit hard already, and they got 500 fucking people in a church. Yeah, man, get get Jesus on the Skype line, man. You, you, there's fucking technology nowadays, dude. You can Skype right in and fucking have a whole, you know, gathering on Sunday without actually being in fucking person, dude. It's not. It's just idiotic to me. I don't understand it. It's crazy. It's the same way these indie promotions are running fucking shows with no crowd. It's like, dude, I, 
why are you doing this? I don't understand why you're doing right. this. I know you've heard that or seen that YouTube video where the preacher is on there and he's like got his he's got a wet hand held up to the the camera or something. He's like, put your hands on the screen now. The power of Jesus will heal you. Uh And it's fucking there's something Uh wrong with these people, man. There really is. That's gross. Again, dude, I'm not against religious. Dude, my, my stepfather is a priest like I. And I encourage people to find your fucking your, if you're, even if it's not a religion, just you know, with your spiritual self, find something that you believe in or at least motivates you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever works for you. But to push it to a, I, it's, I don't know, man. The, the approach is so gross. It's just it's fucking, it's crazy to me, man. To just sit out there and be like, dude, the virus, you'll be fine. <laughs> Read the Bible. Like, yeah. What? The no, devil if, put this virus this here. What if what if what if the, the the person viewing this right now is an Indian person that's a Hindu? Like, what? Well, how do they right. relate to this? Yeah. How do I right. relate to this? Like, how? Come on, man! It doesn't make sense. What do you What do you mean? Just a Hindu person just starts reading the Bible during the coronavirus, and now they're like, say, I don't. It's it is crazy, and it, you can't just have important people that are leading the fucking country <laughs> standing next to this guy and be like, yep. Yep, that, there you go. There you go, America. Yeah, we got the answers, America. Thank you. Make America great you. again. Sorry. Yeah, it's, well, you're gonna you're gonna literally make America die doing this shit. Yeah, this not, that that kind of thing doesn't work. I mean, if you want to do what makes you happy, that's fine. But just don't be overzealous about it. Don't be pushing it on to other people who want to have nothing to do with it. Um, and give us some real real things that we can do to protect ourselves. Right. I'm, I might crack jokes and stuff, man, but I'll never be disrespectful towards somebody's religion because I don't think it's a bad thing because for the most part, unless you're a, a fucking crazy nutsack that's that's going around trying to push it on people and doing all this crazy shit, you usually don't bother people and usually it makes people better because it gives them a reason to live a, a, a more straight fucking life. You know what I mean? And I don't mean straight by the, you know, like straight or gay. I just mean like fucking, right. you know, but, uh, you know, for the people that are going crazy that are saying uh, you have to do this and I just I don't know, man. And I'm seeing a, I can see a lot of these people showing up with posters and, and all this during this time. And it's a bit much for people that are already paranoid, for people that are, are already on edge. Believe me, the, the choices are out there. It takes little to no research to find somewhere that you can find religion you don't need to push it on people like this, dude. It's fucking, oh, it's weird. Uh, yeah, during this time and that way and presenting it like it's a cure, like, hey, we got this. Don't worry, everybody. Read your Bible and buy a pillow. Everybody's good. <laughs> God bless. And dude, it, work. Blades is right. Blades is right, man. There's all these fucking infomercials with, oh, buy this holy water for sixteen ninety. I'm like, yo, are yeah. you really selling this shit to people right you, now? You saw the Jim Baker one where he was selling the colloidal silver as a cure for the coronavirus, right? No, but that's crazy. That's fucking bad, man. You're not supposed to put that much silver in your body. That's dangerous. But then again, though, man, I'm serious. Natural selection, dude. If some of these people are <laughs> dumb enough to be doing this shit, I kind of don't want you around. Sorry. Yeah, probably, yeah. I, I, you make I, a good I, point. We have a lot of people, man. We have a lot of people, and we have a lot of animals to care for. I, I'm okay with less people and more animals. You know what less people does? It's less cars. Saves the ozone layer a little bit, gets less animals hit with cars, 
we have more time to care for animals. I care more about the animals. Let's, you know, yeah. these stupid people that want to drink bleach to save them. Like, they, they literally had to, the CDC had to put out a fucking statement that, hey, people of America, stop drinking bleach. It's not going to save, like, what? You you fucking idiots are drinking bleach. Let them drink bleach, please. Drink right. more fucking don't bleach, put you out idiot. Well, yeah. was, don't put out the warning to tell people not to drink bleach. The ones who are going <laughs> to drink bleach, encourage them to drink bleach. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. Natural selection. <laughs> These people that are this dumb need to be gone. These people yeah. that are licking toilet bowls. Oh, fuck These people yeah. that are licking yes. fucking people at, at the supermarket and licking groceries. Some lady cause $35,000 worth of fucking trash, like produce going yeah. in the trash because she decided to lick everything. I don't need you to live. You should be gone. You contribute nothing to this earth. Nothing. You've co- you just literally trashed $35,000 worth of produce. Those are animals that died for no reason. Those are fucking vegetables uh, that could have gone to people that could use it. That bitch needs to go. I'm sorry. She needs yep. to fucking go. Absolutely. Yeah. If this was the fucking the, the Renaissance era in France, I'd fucking pull out the guillotine. Fucking let's yep. fuck the coronavirus. Social distancing. Stand six feet from each other. We're all watching this shit. This bitch gotta go. <laughs> right. Fucking guillotine. Oh, Everybody's man. watching this shit. Fucking yeah. crazy. During this time with shortage on food, you fucking spat on. Come on, man. Yeah. How that, fucking crazy that's is fucked this? Up. And it's a debate whether she should go to jail. What? You know what? To those people, I'd say lick as many toilet bowls as you want, eat as many Tide Pods and drink some bleach, and, you know, good luck to you. Well, maybe maybe don't lick the toilet bowls because then some other people might sit on them. Just drink the bleach at home, man. If you're that fucking dumb and and you think it's saving you. And again, this is I'm being sarcastic before some actual idiot fucking drinks it and, and tries to blame me for it, like... Clearly, I'm being sarcastic. Don't fucking drink bleach, you morons, <laughs> if I have to explain that to you. Jesus Again, though, you, you can say what you want, but you maybe somebody can try to put the blame on you, but you're not holding a gun to their head saying, drink this gallon of bleach right now, or I'll kill Man, you. Man, I'm pretty sure it says it on the label not to drink bleach. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's actually on the label. <laughs> like, so say, don't, not for consumption. Like, don't drink What's this. What's this skull mean here, Ma? Because do you know how many idiots actually probably put bleach in their mouth to whiten their teeth? Do you know how many idiots probably oh, tried yeah. to do that? Yeah. And oh, the same people, people, the same amount of people who uh, used to drink the hydrogen peroxide to, to whiten their teeth. And, and you know yeah. what? When we're talking about this natural selection thing, do you remember when people were eating Tide Pods, these teenagers? I was just about to bring that up, but I let you go on your little rant there. And I was like, you know, go remember the Tide Pod thing of last year or 2018, wasn't it, right? Yeah, something like that. Well, imagine if natural selection were to go as planned, as, as, in, my, in my view, um, and these Tide Pod eaters actually all just fucking left the earth. You know what probably would have happened? You probably would have had a lot less toilet liquors because, again, all these toilet liquors, I guarantee you, these are the same fucks that were doing the Tide Pod Challenge. These uh, are the same probably, fucking yeah. idiots doing that shit. Yeah. Contribute nothing, man. I'm telling you. And, and you know what? The, the cool thing about this is I think it'll make people realize that everybody kind of, uh, as, as kind of like corny as that sounds, everybody kind of needs each other. Because, like, if you don't make money, I don't make money. Kind of goes hand in hand. Yep. So I think it's it's more eye opening than anything for people. You know what I mean? 
Because, like, dude, my like my business is one of those businesses, like, fucking independent as fuck. So, like, when people don't have spending money, I'm kind of fucked. Like, I, when the economy yeah. is down, I'm fucked. You know, <laughs> like, it's it's game over for me. Oh, so, definitely. And I see right that here, in man, wrestling. To, yeah. Uh, yeah, Bobby. I have to cancel all of my too? appointments. You know, I'm not going to say what I do, of course. Sure. I always try to be careful of that. But I have to cancel had to cancel all of my clients and I don't see myself seeing any more clients, uh, at least throughout the month of April and probably even further. So that means I got zero money coming in. Well, I'm not going to say zero. I'm still uh, full disclosure. I still make, I still earn disability because I am disabled, um, somewhat disabled. So I still get that, but that's not money to live on. That's why I also work, but yeah, man, I don't like this is, and I know that I'm not the only person affected in this way. There's so many people who are not able to work, and once things do get rolling again, there's no guarantee that they're going to even have a job to go back to. Right. Yeah. Just think of all those people deemed non-essential, the ones who are at home sitting on their hands right now. Yeah. And dude, uh, the other thing is, I feel bad for all these people that are, you know, essential. Because they should be getting paid more, honestly. Like I feel, and I get it. Like the people that are working at hospitals, that's it, it's it's more justifiable and understanding for me for them to work than than that sixteen year old that's stuck at a grocery store working for seven dollars and sixteen cents an hour, risking like their life. Which again, I, like I get it, but dude, if I was in their position, I'd be out. I'm sorry, I'm not like um, you cancel my shifts for the next two weeks. I am gone. I will see Walmart later. We can yeah. we can fucking renegotiate after this shit. I am not coming in and fucking cleaning every disgusting cart out of all these fucking Walmart people. Oh hell no. Disgusting shit. But uh I don't know man. Anything else you guys want to get into? I think we, we covered a little bit of everything on here, didn't we? Yeah, covered quite a bit, actually. Alright, well with that said, uh I want to thank you guys for for you know recording and helping me out here. I need to clear my mind. Yeah, so this this actually this is very therapeutic for me. I'm very happy that like uh, Bobby hit me up and said you wanted to do something because like I was chomping at the bit, going a little stir crazy here. Definitely wanted to do something. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll do some more in the next few days or something. I'll be putting out some episodes here and there. Maybe we'll do some more in the future soon. Hell I'm yeah, sure. I'm uh, down for that. Yeah, man. So with that said, uh, check me out, nuclearheatshop.com. If you happen to be working and, and got a little bit of money to spare, so hit me up. I'll do some artwork for it. Hit me up, nuclearheatgraphics at gmail.com. Uh, definitely check out my, my T-shirt website, Chairshot Tees. Tees is T-E-E-S. Um, also check out uh, Clotheslined Media. That's lined, L-I-N-E-D, clotheslinedmedia.com. Uh, I have a interview dropping with uh, J.J. Dillon in person and uh, Tony Atlas and Jimmy Hart. And, and the J.J. Dillon one was, was very uh, emotional for, for, for both parties because at the beginning I wasn't really that invested. But then I was like, oh, shit, this is like a moment. This is like – he started crying. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, this is like this, – this shit just got real. So definitely go out of way to check that out. I'm going to be putting that up. And uh, shout out to him, man. He's, he's a beautiful soul. He's a good man. Uh, you guys want to do your plugs real quick? Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, Inhuman Experience Podcast, you can pretty much find us anywhere. Um, you can hit us up on our Twitter, at IEXP underscore podcast. We definitely would love to hear from you if you want to shoot us an email, inhumanexperiencepodcast19 at gmail.com. 
Um, and we've been dropping a lot of bonus episodes where we're actually trying to get started on a Patreon. We're going to be doing some extra things for, you know, anybody who wants to hear the non-canon episodes, basically nothing that has to do with the paranormal, but, you know, just us shooting the shit about things. So keep your eyes out for that. Kind of like yeah, this episode. I mean, focus. With... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, because our main focus is paranormal, strange and unexplained, esoteric. But yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're definitely talking. We've been talking, especially lately, about launching, uh, you know, something new, doing something more. Because you know, people want to hear more, and right now, people need that entertainment or something to something to fill their time with. Yeah, we're not going to inundate you with facts about things that we know nothing about, but we're definitely going to talk about what's going on in the world and try to make you laugh a little bit. Yeah, check us out. Yeah, thanks. I totally forgot about uh, my podcast. I guess I should probably plug that too. Check out uh, Wrestling Overdose. I sometimes do podcasts. (laughs) Sometimes now, yeah. Check that. It should be more active now since I'm like quarantined. So we'll see. I got a better setup. Like before I had my birds chirping in the background 24 hours a day. So I had to record like a midnight type of deal. So uh, now it's a little bit easier. Um, I moved my computer. So it should be a little bit easier. But with that said, uh, this will be on both feeds. So subscribe to one and the other if you are on either feed. And uh, support both of us. Shout out to these guys. And uh, shout out to the world. Wash your fucking hands, you dirty fucks. <laughs> Say, I'm disturbed. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of mysteries, conspiracies, the unusual, and the unexplained. Do we have a laser thermometer to figure out if Admiral Bird is here? I'm pointing the laser at the wall now. 71.1. 71.2, Admiral Bird is here. With John, Brent, and Conspiracy Bot. You're all idiots. Yeah. Join them each week as they clarify conspiracies. I'm a Stuart Swerdlow. I promise I am human and I do human things. <laughs> Explore enigmas. It's all about ley lines, and you'd understand that if I could explain it to you. And probe the paranormal. Hysteria 51 is a hilarious expedition into the eccentric. Stop on my joke. I Thank will when you. they're good. Tune in each week and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, the truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Stay woke, meet sex. Are you a fan of movies? Or comics? Or video games? Or just anything else nerdy? Well, you should check out the Zing Zing This This Podcast. Podcast. And that's spelled Z-E-N-G this and we have nerdy topics from comic book reviews to in-depth analysis of iconic nerdy movies as well as video game discussions mm-hmm. where's some of the best places to find us Allie? well podbean of course you can also find us on itunes stitcher google play anywhere else you listen to your podcast, podcast. yeah so check us out once again that is zing, zing this. this you've been listening to a fourth hand joint